Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This was Amy Adamstrunk making the decision that based on a lot of things, including what happened when he went to uh, New England for the Hall of Fame thing, including not dispelling rumors in-house that he was going to be the Patriots coach, I mean, it is, there was a lot there, and she clearly made the decision that she wanted to move on in the best interest of the organization. Ian Rappaport on Mike Vrabel's exit from Tennessee. Interesting information there. Vrabel. What, is, what a stupid franchise, first of all. Well, we'll see. What do you mean we'll see? You think well, that's a good reason? No, let's just get into it. That's a good reason to fire a head coach? I, I was going to say what the reason is, for God's sake. I was going to just uh, reiterate what the reason was, that he's not shooting down the idea that he would leave New England, which, yeah, I don't think that's a bad idea. If your coach is trying to get another job somewhere else, that is a fireable offense. So I don't think that's a bad reason, and we'll see. Like, is Tennessee smart or not for moving on from Vrabel? I don't know. They won six games this year. If they win 10 next year, are they going to look stupid? No. So I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. I think it's so dumb. He's flirting with other jobs Their under contract. Their looks so dumb right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily disagree, but Mego, if Bill Belichick were flirting and trying to get another job elsewhere under contract, how would you feel about that? How do Patriots fans feel about Bill Parcells, Arcan, worming his way out the door when he was trying to go to the Jets and still oh, head coach of the Patriots? Oh, when he took a separate flight home from the Super Bowl? I feel like yeah. Patriots fans didn't care for Thank that you. too much. Exactly. Really, yeah. It's the same exact thing. I think that this <laughs> not is... Different. Su- this I mean, it's, is, not, it's this, not in a Super Bowl, so like yeah. the stakes yeah. are different, but it's the same exact no, idea. this is an unforced error by Titans ownership. They should have just said, these two losing seasons were unacceptable to us, and we need to move forward in a different direction. Instead, putting it out there, we didn't like that he went back and was all about we talking to the Patriots and being inducted into the Hall of Fame and that stuff, that is so lame. That is so JV by them. I think it's a terrible, terrible look. Okay. Do you think they're right? Do you think Vrabel was flirting and and looking to set up his next stop in New England? Because that's definitely what it looks like. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Okay. Well, then why, why, why do you think that's so bad for them to have a problem with that? If that's actually one of the reasons, because if that's one of the reasons why they fired him, because they didn't like how it looked, I don't think they wanted him. Mega. So weekend. this is the thing. I, I think this is all that, like and dressing I agree, it up. I agree with you, but why put it out there? Like, because it just looks dumb. Because it justifies their decision. And if he ends up in New England, it's going to look bad. And I'll tell you why. Florio floated this idea earlier today. Oh, so it's we dumped him. He didn't dump us. No, will you let me finish? I they they might. Oh, uh, how's it feel? They might slap tampering charges on the the Patriots. That might be what they do. That might be what they do, Mego. And so, I don't know, maybe they're angling for that. Yeah, Robert, go ahead and hire him. Uh, but just know, we, uh, we're we looking at this like, we know you're going to do it. We know that he was already flirting for it. And they may be laying the foundation for tampering charges against Kraft. It may be a threat. It would be quite a move. 
certainly there has never been a coach who has been poached from another team a little bit early in the I, NFL. I don't get why Meg is so fired up about this. What do you think about it, Because I think it's a stupid look. Well, I, It actually offends me. If it was the only reason why they fired him and the team had a good season, then I would say, yeah, this is a dumb reason to fire a good coach. They've won th- seven games last year, six games this year. Like, that team's not going anywhere. And... Even if it was like this is how most organizations run. If you have two bad seasons like that where you miss the playoffs and you're getting progressively worse, coaches get fired. I think that's a, not a terrible thing to sort of throw into the top. That's the main reason. Yeah. If the team was still good, they wouldn't care what he was doing. Louder they wouldn't care if he went out on there. that first part. That's, that's sort of what that's I think. That's what it's about. It's about the two losing seasons. To th- sprinkle in there, we didn't like that he was flirting with Robert Kraft when he was being honored as a Patriots player. It's just it's it's like lowering yourself to just okay. the that was odd. Look. It was in season with an active coach. That was odd. Yeah, would Belichick have ever done that in season? Belichick didn't play for another team. Okay, I know, pay- but if he did, Mego. I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't think he would. Why is it such a hard totally concept to understand? Okay, if Bill on his bye week went and got honored by the Giants, that wouldn't look a little weird um, with his contract I, up? I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be like, he's probably flirting with the Giants. I bet it would. But I'd you be don't like, think yeah, Bill would say, I'm do. not doing this. It's in season. I got to get ready for no, the next I opponent. You I don't got, think that? I got strange to go get on the ring camera and <laughs> yeah. Nantucket. I'm not doing that. <laughs> or so, that. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I don't think, I, I think that would be, I would understand if Kraft were pissed about that. And it's like, oh, you're just going to go flirt with another franchise in season while your contract is up? No. F that. So, I don't He's think- an alumni of the franchise. It's not like he's going off to be with, you know, some random team and sit there and be like, oh, thank you for inviting me into your owner's box. Like, it was about his time here as a player. Okay, so the Titans are dumb. Should the Patriots bring in Vrabel? Are the Patriots bringing in Vrabel? Are the Patriots bringing in Vrabel? I wonder how much of a curveball this is and what it's been if they truly have had a plan in place since who knows how long, at least this time last year, when they were very public about bringing Gerard Mayo back and seemingly having him be the heir apparent, this feels like it still could be a curveball. But I woke up this morning and I just felt like, is it like the crafts for them to change and make a dramatic swing at the very end if they have some plans in place? It doesn't sound like the crafts. No, that doesn't if sound the like something they would do. Going into maybe the final two weeks of the season, and we heard some of the uh, the stuff out there saying like, "Oh, well, maybe Bill will win enough out and win a dramatic enough fashion that he can make an argument for himself." Well, assuming that Bill is gone, and they went into those final two weeks thinking, "Oh, yeah, we've got the guy in house in Gerard Mayo." If they have felt that way, which is we haven't heard anything really about them wavering off that aside from a report that people are, you know, pissy and jealous about Gerard inside the building. If they still felt that way, is this Vrabel firing and him being available for no draft capital? Is that enough of a curveball to derail any plans that they have? Yeah, look, maybe Vrabel's using them as leverage. Maybe they're using Vrabel as leverage. Uh, we'll get to Tommy Curran coming up in a little bit. We're going to play you Mike Reese here in a moment. Uh Neither of them seem to think that Vrabel is a real, I don't want to say a real candidate, but he's not ahead of Gerard Mayo. Gerard Mayo would still be the pick. And if there was a wink and a nod agreement with Mayo and the Pats, and Robert Kraft at one time called him the heir apparent, hard to find that audio now, scrubbed from the internet, but at one time he called him the heir apparent, well then, I don't see how you back out of that. To me, that would just underscore how this whole process is a sham and it's so stupid that they won't go outside their building and they just stay in this little bubble. You should conduct a real a real search because this would be the ideal time to move on from Bill Belichick. I know a lot of people have cold feet about moving on from Bill. Vrabel, Harbaugh, 
even guys like Flores and names like this, there's tons of offensive assistants that a lot of years might lead when it comes to candidates. You know, you might look at it and go, oh, my gosh, uh, put Frank Smith or whoever at the top of the list. They're bumped down because of names like Harbaugh and Vrabel. This would be the ideal time to move on from Bill. And now you don't even look at candidates like that. Red hot, highly sought after tier one, quote unquote, coaching candidates because you promised Mayo the job. That would be dumb, but it sounds like how they'd operate. Here's the latest on what Mike Reese has heard. This is this morning on Get Up about Vrabel and his candidacy in New England. What should we think about Mike Vrabel suddenly being available and how that may play into this? So my strong sense talking to people around the Patriots organization is that any decision on Belichick is completely independent of Vrabel's sudden availability. So it isn't like, Greeny, that they say, oh, oh my goodness, Mike Vrabel's there. We got to move on a Belichick decision. Step back. Big picture, team owner Robert Kraft is 82 years old. It's hard to imagine that he hasn't thought of potential succession plans for Bill Belichick. So I'd say this, Vrabel's a wild card in the whole discussion, but it would be aggressive to me to say he suddenly shoots to the top of any succession plan list. Okay, Curran says roughly the same thing. Mayo's still ahead of Vrabel. Uh, I'm not going to pick and choose when I believe Tommy Curran. I think Curran knows that Bill's out. He says Mayo's the guy. Mayo's probably the guy. How do we feel about that, Arkin? If Vrabel's candidacy, his availability, won't have the Patriots wavering from their you know, original quote-unquote plan. Well, it does sort of show that the Patriots did have a plan all along, and this is the plan that they're going to stick to, and that they've put some thought into it and are sticking with it, which I don't think is the worst thing in the world. It's consistent. It's what they, you know, had planned from the very beginning when they made that big announcement they were keeping him there. I don't love that it's Gerard Mayo just because it's so unknown and he's a defensive player and a defensive uh, coach. That's one thing that sort of disqualifies him for me. Same thing with Rabel. But, like, in terms of that eliminating other candidates, yeah, I don't love it. But at the very least, you can say they're being consistent. Yeah, I mean, look, I – I don't feel the need to have a plan years and years in advance. I mean, I like having an idea. Uh, you know, I asked Jonathan Kraft about this a decade ago. You know, do you have, when they brought back Josh McDaniels, do you have a succession plan for Bill? Like, you should have a plan, but that doesn't mean if real strong candidates come up, you can't look at them. It doesn't mean you just stay pot committed to it. And so that's what I wouldn't like about that plan. Big shiny object, attractive candidate over here, Harbaugh over there, Vrabel over here, and you just stick with Gerard Mayo? Yeah. <laughs> So by league rules, they still have to interview other candidates. Mm-hmm. Now, how real you think those candidates are or if it's just for I told show you this yesterday. because they have decided on If it's Mayo, Mayo or Vrabel or Flores or somebody, I, I don't. I, then I think their whole interview process so isn't think, a real process. First, I guess my first question would be, do you think Vrabel would take the time to try to... Hell yeah. To, to try to get the job here in New England yeah. or just use it as leverage for other locations? Oh, well, I think he might take an interview as leverage is exactly what I think. Yeah. Do you think he would actually want to try to elbow Gerard Mayo out of the way through an interview and try to take the job here? Maybe. Because if, if it's all for show, like I know we say that like it's a distasteful thing, but it helps both sides. You know, it helps the Patriots accomplish what they need to do with league rules. And everybody thinks that Vrabel seems to have at least some kind of shot at actually being the head coach here next year. So if he's taking the interview, then he can spin it back to Vegas or L.A. or wherever he wants to go and say, yeah, they want me over here and they're offering something pretty nice. Yeah. So to me, if Vrabel's the guy, then obviously there was back channeling going on. It's it's too obvious based on how Amy Strunk is complaining about it. uh, The owner in Tennessee based on uh well the comments we played for you off the top for me and Rappaport uh that he meaning Mike Vrabel wouldn't turn down the idea that he was maybe coming here um 
so that wouldn't feel like a real interview to me. Same thing with Mayo. Like, whoever they bring in, they bring in a bunch of shiny offensive assistants. It wouldn't feel like a real interview process. If they actually hired one of those guys, then I'd say, oh, good. They went through the interview process and they pivoted. All these names we've been talking about for like a year plus, uh, and in the case of Rabel, certainly for months now, that wouldn't feel like a real process to me. So where do we stand? 617-779-7937. A lot to get to. Uh, Ian Rappaport says the Titans weren't happy with Rabel and his open flirtation with New England. Does that mean it's a done deal? Meanwhile, Tommy Curran, Mike Reese are saying Mayo still feels like the guy. The Patriots aren't going to deviate from a plan if and when they decide to move on from Bill Belichick, which could happen at some point today. We'll keep you posted with all your phone calls, 617-779-7937. We were going to mention the big cue at two off the top. Uh, if the Patriots move on from Bill Belichick, should Robert Kraft give the next coach personnel power? Uh, we can answer that as it relates to Vrabel because I don't love the personnel job he did in Tennessee, and he's going to want it if he winds up here. Uh, again, with all your phone calls, you can vote now at Jones and Mego on Twitter. We have a lot coming up on the show today. We will talk some Bruins. Did they miss their window on trading Lena Zolmark? Certainly feels that way. We're going to talk to Brian Scalabrini at 4 o'clock, mix in some Celtics thoughts as well. Plus, we have triple play, 445. We have Meg Splaining at 530, Bet Roulette at 545. Some picks for tonight. Uh, oh, and we'll also talk to Dan Orlovsky. I should have led with that at 330 for the latest on what he's hearing with Bill Belichick and the future in New England. All that comes your way next right after Trending with Christian Arkin. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers over Think your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Jones and Mego. Until he... This is breaking news. Breaking news on WEEI is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. From Adam Schefter, here's your breaking news. A shocker in Seattle. Pete Carroll expected to be out as the Seahawks head coach. He could still remain in the organization, but not as the head coach. Pete Carroll, a 72-year-old head coach, out in Seattle. Okay. Uh, I don't know if we gave anybody heart attacks there with the breaking news sounder for uh, any Bill Belichick news, uh, but that is Pete Carroll is out in Seattle as head coach. Arkan, you just said it. He's 72. He's actually older than Bill. Uh, he's been much more successful recently than Bill, but I don't want to overstate what he's done recently. He has two winning seasons out of his last three. I'm sure it'll be framed that way. He made the playoffs two years ago. He's 25 and 27 the last three years. He got to the playoffs and lost. That's a good roster. Maybe they're a little bit stale, stagnant. As Arkan suggested, he could kick upstairs and remain with the organization or some sort of analyst role. Others are suggesting that too, not just me. No, no, I'm saying you, you were referencing the reports that are right. saying that. But 
he's not going to be the coach there. And I wonder if he wants to coach again. And as I'm talking this out, remember the video this year of him after a win and all the energy that he has and the life that he has? And he's like, woo, like, we're going to do it again. We're going to go there and beat him again. Ah! Like Pete Carroll energy, like over the top, classic Pete. If he's tired of coaching and coaching has worn that man down and he's older than Bill, but he doesn't act like it. He doesn't look like it. If coaching has worn that man down, how much do you think Bill has left as a coach? So you make it sound like it's more Pete's decision. Well, I wonder, I'm sure it's going to be framed that way, that it's mutual. And I don't know. It's too early. I mean, the news came out five minutes ago. I don't know. But there were comments that we talked about in a break the other day that just caught my eye. I'm like, oh, Pete Carroll's being asked about his job security. As uh, from two days ago, uh, Tom Pellicero on Sunday discussed that the Seahawks have contingency plans if Pete Carroll decided to quote unquote walk away. Uh, he says, I, uh, I don't intend to go anywhere else. Uh, I do, I do plan on coming back, Carroll said, when asked if he plans to be the coach next season. At this point, I do. Yeah, it was two said. days ago. So. Right, I said that. So uh, he, he said, at this point, I do plan on coming back. So uh, maybe it's being framed as him walking away. And again, just think of young, quote-unquote, energetic Pete Carroll, older than Bill, the man with all that exuberance, and he's worn out by coaching. And now you want Bill to keep grinding? Like, that's what I would apply it to. I just think it goes to show. I, I think you kind of just hit on it, honestly. Like, you're in your 70s. At what point do you look at it and you go, I'm not giving the same dedication to this. Or I just don't have the same enthusiasm and the same energy level for it as I did five years ago. Definitely 10 years ago. And if it's Pete Carroll, like, I hope he's the one who got to make the call there. It seems weird that 48 hours ago he was saying that he intended to be back and something changed in 48 hours. Who knows? Maybe they stayed, sat down with him and we're going to remove even more power from him. Maybe he kicks upstairs. Like you said, it's all breaking news, but I think it's significant. Okay. Uh, here's the latest from Seahawks owner Jody Allen. Is that the, the wife of the late uh, Paul Allen? Uh, or a child, I don't know. After thoughtful meetings and careful consideration for the best interest of the franchise, we have amicably agreed to part ways. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, agreed with Pete Carroll that his role will evolve from head coach to remain with the organization as an advisor. Pete's the winningest coach in Seahawks history, brought the city its first Super Bowl, blah, 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 blah. His expertise in leadership and building championship culture will continue as an integral part of the organization moving forward. Pete will always be beloved member of the Seahawks family. So he's not a coaching candidate. You know what? Tough week for the Pacific Northwest mm. and their football teams. Uh, fair. Uh, so why don't you, uh, your first reaction to this, Mego, when you heard the Pete Carroll news was what about Bill? Um, Bill's out. Well, you also said we won't be getting any news today, you know. Oh, think. that oh. too. Yeah. I mean, it just doubles down that like, okay, yeah, it, it's time for Bill. But it also makes me feel like I thought that today we would get an announcement from the Patriots. You can't announce Bill on the same day as Pete Carroll. Okay. Well, this, this is, is Pete Carroll's this time. This is why it's dumb to wait. This is why it's dumb to wait and pick and choose. Oh, well, you can't do it on Black Monday. Okay, fine. I can't do it on Black Monday. Well, you can't do it Tuesday because the Titans fired Rabel. Oh, okay. I guess I can't do it on Tuesday. Well, now you can't do it Wednesday. Pete Carroll's out. All right, so when can I do it? This is why it's dumb to wait. Don't wait. Something else might happen tomorrow, and now you're waiting. It's stupid. Maybe they found out that Pete Carroll was going to get um, parted with today, and so they weren't going to announce it today. Maybe it'll come tomorrow. I wouldn't be shocked if, if people in the league, ownership level, knew what was going on. Again, this is from two days ago. Tom Pelissero created ripples out in the Northwest. Not that I paid super close attention to it. I read the comments at the time. Uh, but I would imagine people kind of know how things are shaking out. So will that prolong the announcement? I wouldn't advise the crafts to do that, but maybe. 
617-779-7937. All I was going to say about Pete Carroll, uh, and according to that statement from Seahawks ownership, he's going to remain with the organization. He's not another one of these coaching candidates. And not that he specifically would be a candidate here. They would never rehire him here. I don't think. But it would be another big name, like huge coach. Mm. And I'm just going to stand by what I said earlier. People are afraid to move on from Bill. And I get that. You know, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. I don't know you're ever going to have a coaching cycle with names like this again if Pete Carroll were another one to throw on top of it. And I'm not Pete's biggest fan, but the man's won a Super Bowl and would be a big ticket head coaching hire. Yeah, not to mention the fact that, you know, we, the last three years, you're right, haven't been great, but two of those years were rebuilding from your big quarterback leaving, right? I mean, they same, uh, not the same, but a similar situation to what Belichick went through when Brady left. And two years of Geno Smith, both winning seasons, I mean, listen, I I don't know that I don't know that you look at that exactly the same as the Belichick post Brady thing, but it definitely so far seems to have been handled much better, and as though there was much more urgency sort of uh, attached to it. And I think that Pete Carroll is probably looking at this like, you know what, we got the Niners in this division. It's going to be really hard to get past them, and you know, at this point, we need to sort of start over, and maybe that's a good chance for me to step away if I'm ever going to, you know, unless you want to undergo this whole rebuild, which I don't think Bill wants to do here either by the way uh and that's you know another part of this is like you're talking about the future of the franchise you're talking about the direction of the organization at some point you have to put that cart you know you have to put that foot forward and they're not there yet so as you say that i'm seeing the twitch chat why can't the patriots announce it today why not mego like i'm seeing this in the twitch chat actively because they're not going to announce bill's departure or parting of ways mutually agreed upon whatever on the same day that the seahawks are doing that on the other coast why because they see it as a 25 year relationship with bill and they want to give him the honor of a whole they're firing him parting i know but they don't want it to look that way i understand they don't want him to be another coach getting canned the same time that pete carroll is getting black monday kicked upstairs like now we're now we're past that you're not just like every other coach you know this is why i told you guys don't wait. I told you guys this on Monday. I, before Monday, before Black Monday, we're talking about this last week. I'm like, how many days should they wait? Arkansas like two or three would be perfect. You wanted a week. Don't wait. You don't know what other teams are going to do. Even if you're hearing things in league circles, you have no idea. And now this is another going to be desirable vacancy. If you're actually going to oh. have a good faith search for coaches or GMs, which we really haven't talked too much about. But if you're trying to go out and pluck a GM to really overhaul your team and as quick a rebuild as possible... There's a lot of other teams out there that are trying to do the same thing, well, and they're already on it. Let's play this game quickly. Where would you rather coach, Seattle or New England? Right now, Seattle. Arkan? Seattle, no question. Seattle, clean sweep. That's a good roster. They need a quarterback. That's a good roster. I bet you Mike Vrabel's looking over there. So maybe Vrabel's there. Uh, you know, maybe Vrabel's looking at, uh, who knows, the Raiders, the Chargers. I have no idea. Uh, Bill Belichick, where would you rather coach? Seattle. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I, uh... <laughs> Could we see Bill in Seattle? Find it, Seattle. Do you find it uh, helpful to talk Seattle. to players about this? <laughs> Seattle. Uh, about- Seattle. Well that's, done, uh, Ryan. That's Bill answering where he's going. <laughs> that's I, Ryan thinking on his feet. I, I can see Bill sailing around in the San Juan Islands you up see there. see from Rap Sheet? What? Dan Quinn would quickly be considered a strong yes. candidate to replace Pete. Curry. Yes, so that's the D coordinator in uh, Dallas, formerly the D coordinator in Seattle. Uh, so it seems like they have their ducks in a row. Seattle. 617. Bill, one more time. What? Where Where would you rather coach? New England or Seattle? Seattle. Seattle. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, we'll get to your phone calls here. Seattle. I want to get to a few Ooh, other. What uh, if Bill gets really into grunge and he's wearing like flannel yep. at every press conference? Cut off flannels. Sure, tied around he wears his waist. The Kurt flannel Cobain, tied around his waist. Big white sunglasses. I like it. I like it. I can see it. 
Uh, I mean, you know, He's I, throwing the fish. Yeah, I could see him. He in renounces the... <laughs> Richie Sambora for Jerry Cantrell. <laughs> I was gonna say he'd have to give up his Bon Jovi, uh, you know, affinity. Uh, but sure, raps with Macklemore. <laughs> uh, let's get to some phone calls here. Mark uh, wants to lead us off today. Go ahead, Mark. So I got a, I got a couple of questions about Belichick and uh, him staying here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get to him, Mark. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm driving the car. Um, so. Do you think Kraft's actually going to give him $25 million to walk away? Uh, so I don't I don't think that's quite the way it would work. I, if he goes somewhere else, uh, Kraft may have to balance the difference in salary, but I don't think he's going to pay him $25 million to walk away unless he goes to TV or something like that. What What's your next point, Mark? The next point is what happens if he leaves and he goes to an AFC East team? Okay, I don't. Uh, I, I can't do. Ooh, any we more get to see him twice a year. I can't do more any more of those questions. Uh, where Where could he possibly go? The Jets are keeping Sala. We think. Mm-hmm. Although if they announce that tomorrow, I guess that's another day you got to wait on firing Bill Belichick and making an announcement. I um, guess if somebody's uh, motivational speeches come back to haunt them. Yep. Over but, in Buffalo. Potentially. Uh, so uh, they've oddly rallied around that. McDaniel is going to be very, back. Very odd choice. Buffalo's the one. Uh, Buffalo is the one that that he could potentially go to. Uh, I don't know. I don't sense a lot of traction there, but who knows? I, like, if, if he's waiting on a playoff team, my guess is Bill's waiting on Dallas and not Buffalo. But that's just a guess. If he's in the AFC East, that'd be awesome. That'd be great if he were in the division. For yeah. us, oh for, my God. for everything, that would be awesome. But I, I don't I don't think that's where he's going. Uh, Eric is in the car waiting patiently. Go ahead, Eric. Hey, guys. Uh, a couple of things real quick. This is a good thing all these coaches dropping. The more coaches dropping, it makes me believe someone, someone, wants, someone wants Belichick. They really do. I mean... You guys, everybody wants to just uh, have a decision today. No, no pun intended. He screwed the pooch of the pool with uh, Carroll going down today. I want picks. We gave up a pick for him, and I want picks for him. So, you know, we gave up on number one. I don't care if we get two twos or two and a three. But, you know, I just want something for him, you know. And okay, I don't, I don't think you're getting anything for him. And if you wanted something for him, uh, this is why I was right two years ago. That was when you would have got something for him. Or this past off season, that was the time to get something for him. Not now, after winning four games. So if you really, truly wanted to get something for him, you should have been proactive. And I don't think they're still wavering on a decision. I think that's dumb that anybody believes that. Do you think Seattle just woke up today and decided they're moving on from Pete Carroll? No, but it does seem like they didn't tell him two days ago. No, isn't I think that comment tells you that he says says at this point I intend to yeah, come back. Yeah, I I would have said like I need to take do some soul searching in the off season. That leads to I, yeah, if you're being honest, but that that reeks of what we're talking about now with with Bill, and it's like well Pete Carroll on Sunday or Monday or whatever it was says yeah at this point I expect to come back. Seattle was waiting for the right time to make their announcement. And he's like yeah at this point I expect to be back. Now he's kicking upstairs. I bet the wheels were in motion on this. And I bet Seattle knew what they wanted to do, and I bet Tennessee knew what they wanted to do with Rabel, and I bet the Patriots know what they're going to do with Bill. Seattle. <laughs> Trade him to Seattle. Uh, 617-779-7937. We just want a younger coach out here in Seattle, yeah. so we'll bring no, in Bill they wanna, Six months younger. They want to get uh, more youthful. Uh, more, I mean, definitely, Bill has way, energy. way more energy than uh, Pete Carroll. See Belichick uh, like doing the stanky leg in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I want to get to a few uh, takes coming up on where Bill could wind up, but let's go to Sarah in Cape Cod. She's a fan of Mego. Go ahead, Sarah. Hi, I uh, just want to say, Mego, love you, Jones. You're all right, Arcan. You're the man. Thanks, Sarah. I would Thank just you, Sarah. really love to hear. 
well, I mean, Meg, I'll just love hearing a, a female voice who's intelligent oh, yeah. about sports. Don't get enough of those, yes. I just, uh, I just really, I love listening to your program. I'm done hearing about Belichick. We know how the Patriots ended. May we please hear some intelligent conversation on our beautiful Celtics team and our promising Bruins team Not and how show. awful the Red Sox are going to be. Did you oh, say intelligence? Okay. Yeah, Sarah, only when, only when they lose. You know what? We will do some, yeah, we'll do intelligence some Bruins sort of, for sure. Right today. out the window. Yeah, no Sarah, you're going to get the Bruins uh, about 10 minutes from now. Get a little basketball talk. And, but it will not be intelligent. And we'll talk to Scal at 4, and it definitely won't be intelligent. Yeah, no promises there. Uh, you want intelligence? Let's go to Mike Lombardi. Uh, this is Look, I've the- been farting in the same cushion for six years. <laughs> <laughs> this is the GM Shuffle podcast. Me too. Uh, now, we didn't know about Seattle. We didn't know about that job opening, but he seems to think there's something to Bill Belichick in Atlanta. And again, this is Mike Lombardi. This is not somebody who knows nothing and has no association with Bill. Rich McKay and Arthur Blank will lead the search. They'll take input from general manager Terry Fontenot. That tells me Fontenot's gone. That tells me they're going to clean house. That tells me they're big game hunting. And if something happens up in New England, I think they're going to be big game hunting on him. And they should. And they should. If I'm Arthur Blank and I have a chance to go get the greatest coach of all time, I'm coming. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and Uncle Junior said, <laughs> I'm coming heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't come at all. Let's go come heavy. Okay, enough of that. Oh. So when it comes to peroxide of my ears, when it comes to Atlanta, they are they're going to go big game hunting if something happens in Atlanta, uh, in New England rather. And he seems to think that Lombardi seems to think that Bill would be a candidate there. I'm coming, which makes a lot of sense to me that he would be a candidate in Atlanta. That that to me, if I were uh, you know sort of gaming out my favorites, that would be where I think he winds up. Well, there's so much traction with it right now. I know that's just Lombardi, but it's the name that's been uh, batted around in terms of the franchise since we heard that there were teams in that division starting out last week. Who had that original report? Justina Anderson. Yeah, so Justina Anderson said that there were multiple teams in the NFC South who were looking at Bill Belichick, and now it seems like Atlanta, it it lends you, you to believe that, or leads you to believe that there have been some real discussions there. Uh, if they talk to Atlanta, Bill Simmons has a trade idea. I like this. This is Bill Simmons on his walk. I think he's ripping off Lou, like on, his Lou do- on, his, on his dog walks. 100%. Uh, so Simmons is, you know, walking through, I don't know, where is he, Bel Air or something like that? I don't know where he lives. And uh, here's here's what he has to say about his idea for what's happening with Bill this offseason. I figured I was going to have with Bill Belichick. So Atlanta's going to want him. They're going to want him because Arthur Blank's getting up in years. He lost to Belichick in the Super Bowl, closest he's ever come to winning a title. Brings him in, the architect of six Super Bowl champions. We'll bring him in here, have offensive weapons, give him a QB. We'll go sign somebody or trade for somebody, and he can rebuild the defense, and we're going to be competitive. I'm Arthur Blank. Let's do this. The Patriots have been very careful about not firing Belichick, kind of letting him say the first stuff. So he says that today. He says, I'm still here. I'm under contract. Okay, good to know. This leads me to think the Falcons are going to be granted permission to talk to Bill Belichick. Sure, we'll give you permission. Go talk to him. They have the eighth pick in the draft. The Patriots' second-round pick is number 35. I think this leads to the Patriots release Belichick from his contract. The Falcons give them the eighth pick. The Patriots give them Belichick in number 35, which would give the Patriots the third and eighth picks in the draft. Everybody's happy. That's my prediction. Okay. Official prediction from Bill Simmons. Pats give up 35 along with Belichick. They get back pick eight. As he just said, they would have pick three and eight in the draft. I mean, 
I feel like Simmons. That would be incredible. If I that feel happened. no. Well, I mean, if they could do that, what a return! I feel like Simmons tends to hear things, and and but I don't want to dismiss it out of hand, but I can't imagine them getting that for Bill at this point. I don't think they're getting anything. How long would it take for them to rip off that deal? Uh, I mean, look, I will at say this. At that point, if they do that deal, like, are you like, rare, took three extra no, weeks. No, I would say I was so wrong about waiting. And if, if it took a couple of months and that's what they did and they got pick eight, then I would say I was wrong and they were right to wait. I'm coming heavy. <laughs> that would be my reaction, actually. If they, if they, <laughs> hang on. Uh, Mike Lombardi, because I, I agree with you on this. If the Patriots get the eighth pick, what will we do? I'm coming heavy. Agreed. Agreed. I'm right there with you. Uh, 617-779-7937. Arkan, you still think the favorite is the Cowboys? Um, yeah, I don't know if they're the favorite. I don't think they're like the betting favorite anywhere, but I think that's no, no, the for situation you. that makes the most sense for me. Absolutely. I think that they're going to choke in the playoffs. I think that, uh, it's a ready-made roster right there for you. You do have to contend with the Eagles. That's one thing the Falcons have, as I was just sort of listening to that. That's one thing they have that you don't get in Dallas or Philly for that matter, is that you have a division that could be yours very easily. I mean, there's not a whole lot of resistance in the NFC South. You can get in the playoffs with eight wins, nine wins, whatever it is. And I think, you know, Bill obviously wants to get that wins record, but a playoff appearance too. I mean, you're not guaranteed one in the NFC South, but you're a lot, it's a lot easier to do it there than anywhere else. But I still think it's Dallas. I think Dallas makes the most sense. Okay, here's the commonality with Dallas and what just happened with Pete Carroll in Seattle. Jerry Jones is already laying a foundation. If Mike McCarthy chokes again, there's a real chance that Belichick, I'm sorry, McCarthy is out in Dallas, and maybe Belichick would, would uh, potentially wind up there. I'm with Arcan on that. That would make a lot of sense. That's a turnkey situation. Uh, the foundation is already laid, and this was laid a few days ago with Pete Carroll, so keep an eye on that, uh, and based on how the Cowboys play this weekend. Who do they have? Who are they playing this weekend? Uh, the Cowboys have Seattle. <laughs> no, Green Bay. It's Green Bay, right? It's Green Dallas and Green Bay, right, McCarthy. Uh, 617-779-7937. You can jump in on Bill Belichick's de- uh, next destination, how it relates to Pete Carroll being out in Seattle, Mike Vrabel or Gerard Mayo, who are you prioritizing if you're the Patriots? I do want to get to the Bruins. I think they've missed an opportunity on Linus Olmark moving on from him. We'll get to that. Plus, the Red Sox have made a very interesting announcement about winter weekend. Let's get into that with your Bruins thoughts next. Take Jones and Mego wherever you go. Just tell your smart speaker, hey, Alexa, play EEI, play Jones. <laughs> this is Jones and Mego. Yeah, I hate Jones, Alexa, on WEI. Well, David Pasenak had two breakaways in the three-on-three in overtime. The first one didn't elevate the puck over the glove of Ingram. This one, he beats him over the glove. Unfortunately, he catches all iron. That was a great pass, by the way, by Brad Marshall on his backhand for deep in his own zone. Jeremy Swayman in in relief. We talked about how difficult the situation that's got to be. And now you're really concerned about Felinas Omar because that didn't look good the way he was held off the ice. And then to add insult to injury, you give up the winner in OT. Bruins lose last night in overtime in Arizona. Second time they've picked up a point but not a win in the last couple of nights. They also lose Linus Allmark last night. We'll see how long he's out going forward. Is there a missed opportunity to move on from him? Some of us have been uh, preaching to do that for a while. Uh, you can jump in here on Jones and Mego with Arkan. 617-779-7937. A lot of discussion on the Patriots. Bill Belichick's future. Where does Mike Vrabel fit into it? Is Gerard Mayo actually the guy and not Mike Vrabel? Uh, you can vote in our big question at two. Uh, it's up now. 
at Jones and Mego. If the Patriots move on from Bill Belichick, should Robert Kraft give the next coach personnel power? Uh, overwhelmingly, 86% of you say no. Do not do that. Which probably means you don't want Vrabel because Vrabel is going to want it and Vrabel likely will get it. Uh, so in that scenario, uh, a lot of fans would like to see a more traditional GM and head coach split. Largely, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I wouldn't give personnel power to Vrabel, uh, but that's me. We can circle back to it. We're also reacting to the news, if you're just tuning in, that Pete Carroll is out in Seattle. And we'll play some audio from Adam Schefter coming up in a little bit, comparing it to the Patriots situation, which you're going to want to hear, and I find interesting. Uh, so all your phone calls, 617-779-7937, if you want to jump in on that. Real quick on the Bruins. If Allmark is out for a long time, what are they going to do? Because Swayman has not looked great the last couple of games. That would include last night, one shot, one goal against overtime coming in. That's after he gave up six goals against Pittsburgh, was it, uh, last week? And the game he played the other night. So, to me, he hasn't looked as good. I, I still have confidence in him. He'd still be my number one goalie. I don't believe in Linus Allmark. And I think whoever they call up, Bussy or DiPietro or whoever they call up from Providence, they're probably going to be fine because every goalie here is fine because they have a good system and they're able to limit scoring against. But what are they going to do if Allmark's out for an extended period? And I ask that because that was one of your prime trade chips that we discussed a lot and we discussed earlier this week. That was one of the guys you could have dangled in a deal. Yeah, it's certainly a missed opportunity, as you called it. I don't know that they ever were seriously considering putting uh, Olmark out there because, as you said, they talked about having the goalie rotation going into the playoffs should they make the playoffs this year. So maybe they don't feel that way. I feel like it's the worst of both worlds because now you don't have Olmark in the rotation that you have found success with in the regular season. And you're also not getting anything back from it. Like, he's just out, and I'm going to guess that you're not going to be able to have him out there as a trade chip if you ever wanted to pivot to that in terms of what they're going to do in the meantime or if he's out for a significant amount of the season I mean, to that the did point, not look good last no time. they had like six guys maybe i'm exaggerating like four Tyree guys Caliber. yeah dragging yeah, like, him off the ice basically just like pushing him on his skates to get him off the ice um i it was like he was like a big trojan horse moving over yeah. to the bench you know um i look at it and i just go you know what swayman's going into arbitration like Put your big boy pants on. If you're not playing well recently, at some point, do you want to be a goalie in the NHL who splits reps every single season? You know, I think that at the point that he is in his career, I see people sometimes text in to the show, well, Swayman has never played a full season alone and blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, at some point you gotta. Like, I'm not saying that you don't have a backup, but step up and be the true starting goalie and show that you have that in you. Uh, for the next contract that you want with the team. Because to go on a run in the playoffs, you're going to have to do that, right? I mean, you're going to be playing every other day for two months if you're going to go on a deep run in the postseason. Look, I bet, prediction, and I've said this before, this isn't new. If Bussy comes up, he's going to be fine. And if D- DiPietro, who I guess has been better in Providence, I have no idea. Bussy's had a little bit of a down year after an, an up year last season. I bet whoever the backup goalie is is going to be fine. I think most of the goalies that come through here are fine. So that's my prediction. I don't think they're going to miss Allmark all that much. And maybe if Allmark's out for like a month, six weeks, two months, maybe it gives them a window to look at it and say, oh, these other goalies actually are fine. We can trade Allmark. I just feel like coming off an injury, that's hard to do, and he's somewhat damaged goods. And, Arkan, you brought up the name Tyrese Halliburton. Maybe this will be like that. That looked really bad in real time, and it turned out to be a relatively minor injury, a grade one hamstring, hamstring strain. strain yeah. Maybe this is a groin strain, a grade one, something minor. He'll miss a couple of games, and he's back. Maybe. 
But I really hope they didn't miss the window on trading him because they should have done it last year. They should have done it this offseason, and I was hoping they were going to do it at the trade deadline. I was. Uh, I didn't mean that to say, like, I think, you know, he'll be fine. Like, Halliburton's going to be fine. I meant, like, it looked bad. Like, Halliburton no, looked really no, bad. No, it did. And, uh, you know, to see him sort of need all that help just to just to skate off makes me think it's probably going to be a while. And, yeah, maybe they missed the opportunity to trade him. I don't know that they ever – if they were going to do it, like last year was probably the time or in the off season or something, uh, this year he hasn't really been all that good, even when he has played. Now, the goaltending combined, Swayman's been great and has only just fallen off here recently. But I agree with Mego. I mean, if Swayman's the future goal, and I think he should be, then there's no – this should be something that he welcomes. This should be something that he wants. And I think he does. I think he's wanted this for a while. I mean, think of all the times where he got passed over and they put Allmark in or they put Tuca in in the playoffs or whatever. No, I don't it's think three, – It's three straight postseasons. That's not something that I think Swayman wanted to have happen. I don't think he was, you know, he was pushing for that. I think he wanted to be out there. I think that's what he wants. You just I think he's up, wanted to establish himself. Sorry, you just brought up the name, uh, Tuca. You see that in the Twitch chat? I think it was J Dubs. It's it's I haven't uh, I don't see it anymore. It scrolled away. But J Dubs said, "Make the call to Tuca Jones." Yeah, well, you know he's close. <laughs> I mean, do you totally rule that out? No, me neither. That would be such a bad he's move. Showing up at practices. Yeah, he was. Wasn't he their e bug earlier this year? Yes. Well, no, not really. No, was, was that he not? Was a silly no, not rumor. actually. He like it was, he, that was he, a joke. He suited up, but then they actually brought in a different e bug. Oh, they did? Yeah. Okay, I, maybe I only saw the early he part He was there that. for, like, morning skate, and he like, put his stuff on, and it was like, ah, dude. I mean, it would be up. so dumb, but I don't totally rule out that the Bruins would do that. I Just call up the kid from Providence. He'll be fine. Pick pick one. I don't care which one it is. He'll probably be fine. 617-779-7937. You can jump in on the Bruins there. We'll get back to Pete Carroll, Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick, coaching situations throughout the NFL. It's just turning into a name salad. Uh, it is. There's a lot of, uh, well, again, you know, that's why that's why you got to wait a couple of days to fire Bill. It can't just be a big name salad. He needs his own day when you move on from him. Uh, but I do want to react to this quickly. Uh, email from the Red Sox. Jonathan Papelbon to host Winter Weekend Welcome Event. <laughs> Not going to boo him, I don't think. Okay, well, this is this is it. Uh, ownership is terrified of getting booed again, like they did last year at Winter Weekend, which bravo by the fan base to send a message last year at Winter Weekend. Oh, you mean like when John Henry took a microphone and one of the first things he said was... The most uh, informed thing I can say is that it's expensive to have baseball players. To have yeah. the best... Bravo. Like, that's, you know what? Like, Way to read the room there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you just you sit there and you go, look, we're not happy with ownership right now. So ownership is hiding, which is nothing new. But uh, uh, here you go. Here's the release. The Red Sox announced today the 2007 World Series champion and 2023 Red Sox Hall of Fame inductee Jonathan Papelbon will host the Friday evening welcome event at the 8th annual Red Sox Winter Weekend in Springfield, taking place on January 19th. The Friday event will open the uh, introduction of the 2024 players and coaches, followed by... Just going to be 20 minutes of Papelbon calling Alex Verdugo a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be the whole thing. I mean, that would be good. (laughs) Followed by the Cinco Ocho show with Jonathan Papelbon, a late-night talk show-style segment, alongside co-host Tom Karen. That's going to be great. Uh, you know, that'll be uh, that'll be a nice uh, yuck fest there. Papelbon will lead conversations about the upcoming season and the state of the club. The evening will conclude with the reflection and the life of Tim Wakefield, which is a good thing to do. Uh, so they direct you to RedSox.com slash Winter Weekend if you want to go to that. Uh, don't expect to talk to ownership. And look, maybe I have this wrong. Ownership is nowhere in the release. Maybe ownership will be talking. Oh, yeah. They're not listed anywhere. It's players, coaches, alumni, and prospects attending Winter Weekend. Tom Karen. 
not to be confused with Tommy Curran, Jonathan Papelbon, no ownership as far as I can tell. Here are the alumni. You ready? John Henry Hologram. <laughs> Here are the alumni. Wade Boggs, Dennis Eckersley, Carlton Fisk, Johnny Gomes, Fred Lynn, Pedro, Lou Merloni, David Ortiz, Jim Rice, Jared Saltalamacchia, Johnny Gomes. Did they list Johnny Gomes twice? They did. Sounds like it. Uh, and Louis Tion. So I don't see anything about ownership. Maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree there, but I don't see anything. Wow, they got Louis Tiant. So instead, <laughs> who's at every game? <laughs> so instead, amazing. you get a late night talk show segment with Jonathan Papelbon and Yuckmaster Tom Karen. That's what you get. A late night talk show. So and they're just doing that in front of a live audience, and they can have like the applause yeah. light. You heard the... you heard what the audience did to John Henry Will last you year. Make those bets. I don't think that had a light. They're big bets. And those bets. Stop saying bad time. <laughs> Actually, did I? Is Breslow even a part of it? And let me read that again. Is Breslow a part of it? Breslow's like, no, I saw what happened last year. I'm he not going. He has to be up there. He has to. I don't think he is. Players, coaches, alumni, prospects. I don't see Breslow's name in the release. Maybe he will. I'm just saying he's not in the release is all I can tell you. Hmm. That huh. would be odd. Hmm. Would it? Yes, if they don't have Breslow, get up and talk. No, I mean, they obviously should. Ownership should be there, too. Yeah, but they like, just don't want him to get booed. Yeah, this is how they act. Yeah. 617-779-7937. What are your thoughts on Red Sox winter weekend? That sounds exciting. Meanwhile, did the Bruins miss an opportunity on moving on from Linus Allmark? Plus the latest on Adam Schefter, Pete Carroll out in Seattle. How does that apply to the New England Patriots? You'll hear that next. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.